spiritually by our radio broadcast. If you would like a copy of our service or support us by donation, write us at Bethany Ministry Center, P.O. Box 6764, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71307, or call us at 318-561-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. FM 70,000 watts of gospel power. <laughs> power beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. KAYT 88.1 FM. Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend along with my wife, Minister Milton Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord and all of his hosts and to all of our brothers and sisters near and far. We'd like to tell you thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints right here on your real love station, KAYT 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife of 27 years, Minister Mildred Townsend. And we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration Broadcast Ministry. As you know, this is a well-rounded broadcast ministry that is especially formulated to minister to God's people primarily in the times in which that we are currently residing in. That's right. Had the good man knew what hour the thief was coming, he would not have suffered this house to be broken up to, into. But brothers and sisters, that's the reason why we're uh, finding it needful as well as expedient to prepare God's people for the coming of the Lord. That's right. Noah told the people it was going to rain, and yet everyone lived their life as though that they had plenty of time to get it right. But I want to assure you, time is of the essence. And you know what? Time waits for no one. Amen. Yes, there are times in which that God seems to be merciful, and there are times in which that God lets his wrath and judgment fall upon us. And the Word of God clearly tells us it rains on the just as well as the unjust and sometimes we look around and we wonder well lord i'm living all that i know how and it and it seems though is that uh, everybody is cashing in on the lottery they mm -hmm. go to the boats they cash in i'm giving my tithe and offering and it seems mm -hmm. as though that nothing ain't coming my way but let me tell you something brothers and sisters you're doing what you're doing out of your love for god yes those of you that are <clears throat> a part of the able syndrome as opposed to the Cain syndrome. You're not doing it to be blessed by God. You're doing it because you are blessed of God. As I often tell people, amen, the, the, the little the little link card that you get to use every month, amen, is just is somebody that has to wait a whole year to get what you get once a month. So we have to be thankful. On that note, Minister Mildred, if you so kindly will, a scripture and take us before the throne of grace in Jesus' name. Amen. John 15, 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Number two said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purchases it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we come to you this Saturday morning, this beautiful, little chilly, but beautiful Saturday morning. Praise yes, God. We thank you for all things, Lord God. We oh, learn yes. to praise you. Oh, yes. Despite or in spite, because you are worthy to be praised. We thank you, Lord, for the chilly days. We thank you for the warm days. Lord, we just thank you. 
Amen. And you've been so good to us in the Louisiana, Mississippi area. I can really vouch for that, Lord God. You've been so good that the weather been just beautiful the whole winter. Yes, Amen. Lord. And we're just grateful for March, a new month, God. Spring will soon be upon us. And we just thank you, Lord. We thank you because you're mighty good. We thank you because there's nobody like you. We just want to thank you for everybody out there in the radio land. We just want to thank you for each and every one of them, Lord God. So many of them going through so many different challenges. Some of them going are bereaved. We're praying for all families, Lord God, regardless of the colors, the background, whatever, God. We're praying for your people. You are the creator. Lord God, we just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you from the bottom of our heart for you being so merciful, so good. Just being a good God, Lord God. We just want to thank you even for the broadcast today, Lord God. Yes, That you Lord. will touch the hearts of your people out Hallelujah. there in the radio low land. Yes, Lord Jesus. God, that they will humble themselves before you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Seek thank to you, do Lord. your will thank in you, this in time. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. 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 Brothers and sisters, we want to let you know that God loves you and we love you too. And we find it needful, as I said before, as well as expedient, to help prepare the hearts of God's people for the things that will be unfolding upon the face of the earth. I know many people say, well, God got my back and, you know, and, and he really does. But Jesus said this. He said, my sheep know my voice well, and strangers they will not follow. And oh, so glory. praise be to God. We're praying that God uh, will give us an ear to hear not what Bishop Townsend is saying to the church, not what man is saying, but what the spirit of the living God is saying unto the church. Praise be to God. Out of all of our biblical readings and instructions, amen, we have to understand that what dispensation of time that we are currently residing in. You see, living for God is just like the birth of a baby, a woman that's pregnant with a baby. There's a beginning stage of a pregnancy. And I ain't never been pregnant. And I know some of you sisters out there can, can very well uh, bear witness to this, what I'm saying, because yeah. ain't, there's no man. Uh, though we, we, we went to school and we've learned uh, many of the things about the trimesters and all of that stuff like that and certain things that uh, take place uh-huh. in the developmental stages of that pregnancy. Help me out, wife. Help me out here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Help me out here. And, and there are certain things that the body must go through before it gets to the final stages of that birth. Yes. And you see, even when the birth of the church, there were things, there were birth pains that took place that brought the church to the place. Mm. Okay. And so now, even after that birth takes place, there are certain things that happen after the body. There are things that that child got to go through to fight just to survive. Well, brothers and sisters, the church has been birthed already. All right now. That child has been birthed already. It was birthed on the day of Pentecost. Yes. Praise be to God. And so now the child is no longer a child. All right. Now. When we read about Jesus, amen, we read about the holy child, how he was birthed, and how the Bible says he grew and became strong. Amen. He became strong in the things of the Lord. And so, brothers and sisters, it is time for us to realize that, amen, uh, it's no longer time. The church is no longer in what we call the infant baby stages now. Well, make it, plain. it has arrived to the level, amen, where it is to be strong. Yes, yes. But Jesus foresaw, amen, what would take place. And that's the reason why when we understand where we are, you know, even with the birth of a child, that woman knows that when she's getting close toward the end, amen, I've seen women uh, uh, go out and they're walking, they're exercising, they, they keep on doing yes, what Lord. is needed to be done to help bring that baby into this, uh, uh, to this world. And so, uh, as a matter of fact, 
uh, from what I understand, those that exercise made their birth a whole lot easier. They did not have to travail as long. Minister Middle, help me out. I don't know now. Cause well, Bishop, you're telling the truth because I know I had four. And I know that the first one, I wasn't uh, very, uh, you know, uh, really into my exercising regime. But I learned, amen, with the, uh, with the last three, amen, I began to get uh, more exercise in. I began to walk. And that made the birth more easier. So, so what you're saying, Minister Miller, is that as time went on, you began to educate yourself what was needed versus what you did in the past. Exactly. So because you did not want to keep experiencing what you were experiencing. Amen. And so you began to educate yourself as to what your body needed to help it go through the proper channels to have a proper delivery. Amen. Well, if I can equate what you just said in a spiritual sense, 2,000 years have come since Jesus has been here. Make it plain. And there were many things that we did not know yes. in that 2,000-year transition. But one of the things that Christ wants us to know is that he's on his way back. Oh, glory. And there are many people who have neglected to take that into accountability that the Lord is getting ready to come back. And there are many things unfolding around us each and every day. One of the things that I can tell you is that, Bishop, how can you tell? Because he said one thing that he said that because iniquity mm. shall abound, the love of many yes. shall wax cold. Yes. Amen. We are living in a society where we are saying every man for himself mm. and God for us all. That is the mentality in which that is being depicted on every corner, on every church on every broadcast, on everything. But when it's all said and done, Jesus said this. He said, my sheep know my voice, and strangers they will not follow. And that's what our message is about today, sheep and shepherd. Amen. Knowing the true essence of what Jesus uh, wants the shepherds to be doing and what the sheep need to be doing. Amen. The Bible says that I will give you shepherds after my own heart. And what was the purpose for that? The purpose of God giving shepherds after his heart was to prepare the hearts of the people for the commandments and the rudiments that God had established in past times. And because he was loving and kind, Minister Mildred, he wanted to travail with the people, but he knew one thing, that the people would not hear him personally because they were not yet ready for the infusion of his spirit on the inside of them. And so he used mankind he used the prophets he used those prophets and seers of the old time to be oracles speaking on behalf of god but since that time he is given what's called the holy spirit the holy ghost yes. and the holy ghost jesus said will lead you into all truth and righteousness that is the reason why he even put that gift inside the church through the pastors and the shepherds so that they could lead the newcomers even the newcomers that are infused with the holy spirit have to get what's called the sincere milk of the word so that they could grow but here's what i want to let you know shepherds and sheep sheep and shepherds one of the things that i found out as i was looking in the natural sense that when a man has sheep out there, sometimes the sheep don't know what direction they're supposed to go in. And a real shepherd going to lead them in grazing ground that is going to make them helpful. Minister Miller, we've even seen shows where the uh, shepherds have dogs out there. 
And those dogs are designed to run the herd in the direction in which that the shepherd needs them to go in. Because many times out there on the plains and the fields, many of the sheep are in danger and they don't even know it. But a real shepherd is going to make sure that they are corralled in a position that is going to be benefiting for their longevity. Okay? Jesus wanted to make that plain when he got to the book of Revelation. And he began to speak about seven dispensation of churches in which that the shepherds had an important part to play because we have people now thinking that we can live any kind of way and because of his goodness and mercy, that's all it takes. We got people thinking now that once you give your heart to Jesus, it's a done deal. But there's some things that have, it's just like when a woman gets pregnant. Once you get pregnant, it ain't a done deal. There's some things that you have to do to secure the longevity and the proper completion of that pregnancy. Am I right, Minister Mildred? That's right. And, and, and Jesus also said that if you love me, amen, you're going to keep my commandments. And a lot of times we can say it with our mouth, but our heart, he said, is far from him. And a lot of times we can't just, just say it. You know, we can't just be a hearer of God's word. We must be a doer of his word. And he loved us so much, as I often share this with people, in order to get to that place where God wants you to get to, you've got to get and associate with people that are going to help push you in that direction. Now, one of the things, you know what, you can't be the Holy Ghost in nobody's life. No, you can't, Bishop. But I know one thing, Jesus pushed his disciples, Mm. and he pushed them to completion. Yes. And he didn't mind correcting them when they were in error. That's right. You see, that's what a good shepherd's going to do. A good shepherd is going to not be in error because, see, Jesus couldn't get them in order if he wasn't in order. That's right. And if he told them one thing, he told them this. He said, now, I'm going to show you, you can't be above me, but you can be equal Equal to me. Equal to me. Jesus, what are you saying? He said, the works that I do, Mm. you shall do also. Well, why are we doing these works, Jesus? Because this is how the world is going to know that I'm in you. Hallelujah. And you are in me. Yes. Huh? When you said it, Minister Mildred, not just a hearer of the word, mm-hmm. but a doer. Yes. So what did Jesus tell his disciples to do? He told them to open the blind eyes, to yes. unstop the deaf ears, to, to, to raise the sick and the dead, heal the sick and the dead. And we got many sick folk, mm. dead folk. Oh, glory. Sitting right up in church. Oh, my God. Because we ain't doing the work. My Lord, my Lord. Huh? We got many diseased people sitting right up in the church because we are not doing the work. Amen. They got more confidence in going to the doctors. We're not speaking against doctors, but we're saying according to this word. We got more people so into that than than what the word of God says. And then when the doctor gives them a bad diagnosis, they want to give up. And instead of going to God first, he's been waiting for us to come to him first. Amen. For we can be encouraged along all the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, the word will encourage us from the beginning. But instead, we go look for help everywhere else. Then after they can't do anything, then all of a sudden, you know, we come to the Lord. And when he, we should have come to him first. And you know what, Minister Mildred, sometimes that could be a good thing because what will happen is when you didn't hit rock bottom. Oh, yes. Now, that's not supposed to happen when you know the Lord. I know what you're saying. But but if you're out there in the world and you hit rock bottom, that's a good thing because at least you can't go no further. Amen. I but was now, talking about generally what, in, the, in the church, you know, a lot of time we still saying that we in God and that God is our first and our everything. But we go through 
go everywhere else for our help. And then we, after no help, we come back like something to flash out in our heart, in our mind, and we come back to Christ. But, you know, God willing for us to come to him first. And amen. when we come to him first, amen, we got the answer there. Amen. Then he will lead and guide you to what to do or whatever. We amen. have to acknowledge God first. Amen. I, and I agree with you. And the thing about it is Jesus wants to prepare the hearts of God's people so that we can stop the excuses. Yes. Stop the excuses. Shepherd and sheep. There is no excuse for the shepherd. There is no excuse for the sheep. Yes, Amen. We, we must be found doing. And here's why the Lord shared with me to share with you uh, when it comes to shepherd and sheep. If you will, Minister Mildred, briefly go with me to the book of Revelation, the third chapter. Uh, there is no such thing as once you save, you're going to always be saved. If we ain't careful, we can't lose out with God. Yes, you can. I want to make that clear, crystal clear. Bishop Townsend didn't say it. The word. God's God. word said it. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you won't get to be a finished product if you keep being disobedient. That's right. You, you, you won't get to be there. You, you, you won't get to inherit that promise. Because here's what you got to understand. Just like God promised the children of Israel the promised land. But because of their disobedience. Obedience, yes, Lord. They did not make it. And here's what he also said. He said, if the angels mm. that sinned and did not keep their estate, and the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were turned to ashes. Except we repent, mm. we shall likewise perish. Now, there's been a great distortion also as to what repent means. Mm. Now, the shepherd that God has erected for you to understand, he's going to let you know that the word repent means you go and sin, sin no more. No more. He's going to emphasize that. The real shepherd of God is going to not going to make an excuse for you to be in a sinful lifestyle. But because he realizes the severity of your life is just like a person inside of a burning building and, and, and there's only one way out and you got to jump and you might be about 10, 20, 30 stories up. But if you don't jump to what they call the net of safety, mm. then you're going to perish in that burning building. Oh, yes. Well, the same thing. A real shepherd is going to let you know that, look, it ain't time to stay inside the building. Come on now. Your life is at stake. Oh, yes. Jesus said this. Minister Miller, we go to the book of Revelation chapter 3. Help me out there briefly, if you will, because Jesus, he wrote to seven churches. Amen. And, and, and to, to one of these churches, he left these writings for our understanding, our admonition, so that we can understand which one of the churches that we want to be like. We already know everybody has already taken under accountability that we want to be like the church of Philadelphia, Philadelphia. <laughs> the church of brotherly love. Yes. But before we get to the church of Philadelphia, look what Jesus has to say in chapter number three, starting at verse number one. Help me out there. What does he say? And it says, and unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, these things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Uh huh. I know thy words that thou hast a name that thou livest and are dead. Now, wait just a second there. You, you, you say that Christ is your all in all, and you ain't what you should be, but that's what you say. But here's what Christ is saying about the circumstance. You see, we're living in a dispensation now where people have been indoctrinated in things that are keeping them weak and from being what Christ told us to be. Either you are or you're not. Either you're a man or a woman, My Lord. a boy or a girl. Watch this. 
either you're saved or you're not. That's it, Bishop. Either you're in Christ or you're not. Or you're not. There's no in between. Amen. As a matter of fact, that's the reason why Christ said, I would rather that you be hot. Or cold. Or cold. Mm. But because you're trying to be in between, guess what I've done? I'm spewing. I've spit you out Hallelujah. of my mouth. And guess what happens? When you spit out, you're just free to do what you want to do. Mm. How you want to do. And you still think that you're in good standing. What else does it say, Mr. Miller? Number, Number two. two, two huh? say be watchful. Be what? Now, I want you to be watchful because I don't want everybody to fall into this category. Yes. Some have said that they got it going on. Hmm. Some have said because of his goodness and his mercy, I'm still able to abide. We understand that. It does rain on the just as well as the unjust. But time ah. is of the essence. Yes, Lord. He said, "Be wa watch what, Jesus, and because, yes. go ahead, Minister Mildred. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For but, I have not found thy works perfect before God. Yes, I ain't perfect, but God ain't through with me yet. And Jesus telling you, he know you ain't perfect, mm -hmm. but you got to be perfect. Got to. Because he's coming back. Yes, he is. For a church that is perfect. See, everybody makes the excuse. See, see, show me a perfect man. That's the excuse that Satan has got us up under. Ain't nobody perfect. The devil is a lie. God got perfect folk out here. You just don't know it because you've not made up your mind to be that way. That's just like saying all men are on the down low. That's a lie. God got men that are being men out here. Yes. Now, if that's in the if you're a man and you say you are all man in the natural, and there ain't nothing imperfect about you. You ain't got no thoughts about wanting to be with another man, or you ain't got no thoughts about being a pedophile or, or, or being a homosexual. But you say, I'm all man. You going to tell me God ain't got all perfect? Man, bitch, a lot of time they get it twisted because when they hear the scripture that all have sinned, and they're thinking that now you can never be perfect again. No. That's not what it's saying. Yes, all of us have sinned and come mm. short of the glory of God. But then after that, you can go on to perfection because the Bible would never tell us to do anything that we were not capable of and, doing. And, and let me share something with you on that note, Minister Mildred. All have sinned in the sense that we were born. Into sin. Into sin. Not everybody sinned since they came into this world. That's blowing somebody's mind right now. Because that's, that's somebody right now saying, Bishop, that's not true. Oh, yes, it is. Jesus said it was true. Yes. When, when, when the disciples came up to Jesus and yes. asked the question about the blind man, exactly. they said, Lord, who, who did, did sin, sin? That this, this man mm -hmm. or his parents, that he should be born blind? He said, and Jesus said, neither of them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> neither of them. Blew me away. But, but this thing was done so that God can get some glory. God got folks that ain't sinning in this world. That's it. Some people that God got some right. folk that then gave their life to Christ and have lived the commandments and the rudiments that Jesus Christ has done. And you can be one of them, brothers Amen. and sisters. Amen. And I but, just to say, Bishop, I'm one of them and you one of them. You know, well, many now, now don't get me people. wrong. Don't get me wrong. Minister Middle, we're going to get transparent. Since the day that we came to know Christ, We've sinned in the sense that oh, we've not yes, done what Christ told us to do. We've not been loving. We've right. not been. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, so yes. I don't ever want nobody to think, oh, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Holy Ghost, they, they think they know everything. No, 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 <laughs> no. But one thing about it, once I got it, now the way God gave it to me, I got to share it the way Jesus wants us That's to have it. That's right. That's what we're saying, Bishop. I didn't mean it that other Uh-uh. No, 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 no. See, I tell people like this. I don't care about where you've been. I, I, I'm more concerned with where you are now. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you might have been a whoremonger then, but if you're still a whoremonger now, no, 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 you ain't God's man. That's right. If you're still a whoremonger now, you ain't God's woman. I'm going to just tell you like it is. No, you're not. 
got to repent. And no, 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 you're that. not. Amen. Amen. The blind cannot lead the blind. Uh, what else to say, uh, Minister Milton? Number, Number three, say, remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. Now, now those are components that you got to understand. First of all, what did you receive? My did you receive that Jesus could save you? Did you receive that Jesus, amen, died on the cross for you? Did you receive, amen, that, amen, he became the uh, sacrifice for our sins and that we, he can't be sacrificed no more? Praise be to God. So, in other words, now, why do I need to repent? Repent from what, Minister Mildred? Because I have allowed another conscious mind to overtake me. And because of the lateness of the hour, another spirit, a seducting spirit, has seduced me to think that every day that I open my eyes is another chance to get it right. Okay, here's what you got to understand. The Bible says that your mind becomes seared like a hot iron. And you know what happens? We become reprobate, still living in sin, thinking that as long as we're on the earth, we got time. Judas thought the same thing. Many of them. And we got a lot of Judas spirits. See, yeah. Judas just ain't a spirit that, that betrayed Christ. Judas is a spirit that think we can live any kind of way and it's yes. all right. Yes. Judas is a selfish spirit. Huh? Judas is a spirit that wants to be acknowledged as somebody great, as somebody uh, great in the sight of God, and the truth of the matter is, you ain't what you're supposed to be. Satan has got your heart. He's got your mind. Now, Judas had all the words of Jesus, too. He just wasn't living them. And if we're not living the words of Christ, then we can get in trouble. God's got perfect people, and you've got to make up your mind you're going to be one of them. He said, remember, therefore, that what thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. Why? If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Wait a minute. The same sweet my loving God, Jesus? My God. That's, that's Wait a minute. the word. The, the, the same one that we talk about. And people say, well, can't nobody judge no, me. Only God. Can. Well, Jesus showing us right here. He's mm, going to judge us. That's what and he, he done told you, if you don't get it right, he's going to come on you as, as a, a thief, thief in the night, Bishop Townsend. You got to be constantly looking. And you know what watching means? Watching means that I will not let my mind enter into carnality because what goes on, you don't just all of a sudden backslide. Yeah, you've been you don't all of a sudden sin. You don't all of a sudden get in fornication or adultery. It's been in your heart, mm -hmm. and then what's in the heart begins to be uh, 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 reciprocated in the body. body. You're gonna come so now, out. what happens if I start thinking that I'm perfect? I am the perfect man of God. See, I, 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 you know what? A double-minded man going to be unstable in all his ways. If we keep on confessing, that. see, that's the thing. We confess that, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm financially blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, I mean, I'm blessed in the city. Holly but then you. we turn around in that same sentence and say, I got some faults. I got some sins. No, no, no. I got some. Well, why don't you confess delivered. that, you know what, mm. I am perfect. Holly I am what God water. says I am. Amen. God. I am living a sinless life Amen. in a world Best full it. of sin. Amen. You see, that's why he said a double-minded man is unstable in all his way. Amen. We confess we heal, but we're walking around here sick. Jesus. Sin sick. Sin sick. <laughs> I got about four minutes, Minister Milton. What else did he say? My God. He that overcometh, I mean, no, number four, say that thou hast a few names, even inside of us, which have not defiled thy garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Well, wait a minute. Uh -oh. Some going to be worthy and some not worthy. Now, that's kind of. Come kind of tricky, there, ain't it? But Come Jesus, on. you're telling us that you know what? It's my way or, no. or the highway. Mm -hmm. 
It ain't no in-between, brothers and sisters. It's time to get it right because Jesus is soon to come. And, and, and you know what? We've got to overcome this mentality that ain't nobody perfect. Yes, you can be one of those perfect ones, and you should make that your confession daily. And when you make that confession daily that I'm perfect, then it's simply saying that, you know what? I cannot sin. Mm -hmm. That's right. You mm -hmm. cannot. You know what? When you begin to say, I can't sin mm -hmm. because Jesus' seed is inside of me. Woo, glory. Glory. Huh? His sin is, I mean, that seed is inside of me. And he said, uh, children, be not deceived. He that sin is of, is the, devil. of the devil. That's the word of God. Man. I ain't talking about where you've been. I'm talking about, I'm talking about where now. you are. All right now. Praise be to God. Mm. You can make up in your mind right now Today, that I am perfect. Right here. And you never have to sin Lord, again a day in your life by surrendering yes, your mind people. over to the Lord Jesus yes, Christ. Lord, well, Bishop Townsend, how you, you mean to tell me God got people that's living a sinless life? Of course he do. He's right here. Jesus said they hadn't defiled their garments. And he said they had to walk with him in white because they are worthy. Because they are worthy. God got now, people. I want to tell you something, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got to get it right because if you don't get it right, here's what's going to happen. Last verse, Minister Miller. What did it say? He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And then what's going to happen? And I will not blot, blot his, out his name out of the book, book of life. That's what saved me. But I will confess his name before my father. And before his angels. You see, everybody whose name is written in the book of life is saved. Come on. When you gave your heart to Jesus Christ and you did the necessary things of repentance, water baptism, and the infusion of God's Holy Spirit in your life, it made it possible for your name to be written in the book. But you know what? There are conditions that we must meet mm. to keep that name in the book. He just You just read it for just yourself where he said, I will not blot out his name. So if we don't keep Jesus' conditions, we he can will. get that name blotted out. That's hey, right, listen, yeah. we love you. We've Hallelujah. got to go. We've Glory got to, to go. God. Going to be around the station. And Thank if any of you have anything that you'd like to share, even concerning this broadcast, amen, we will be around. Hey, listen, we love you in Jesus' name. Minister Mildred. God bless you. God bless you. Man.